RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Thursday night edition. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's going on in your world, as well as uh, finding out what else is happening in this crazy environment that we call um, reality. So I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to the live stream. So I'll give it a second, make sure everybody's tuned in. And as you come into the chat, don't be afraid to hit that thumbs up button. Hopefully that notifies a few more people so they can get notified. And uh, also I want to make sure I remind everybody that uh, if you're interested in making sure you get notified, consider uh, joining the email list and I'll notify you probably Sunday evenings for the upcoming week's live stream. So uh, information for that is beneath this video as well. So as always, for those that are tuning in, feel free to click the uh, or, or to let me know where you're watching from via the chat and we can uh, I'll acknowledge your presence Walking you to the fold and then we'll dive into a couple articles here So I'm, I want to try to put together my two cents as to why I think that this this whole past week of hmm, Questionable activity in regards to that pipeline it has a lot more to do with um, more so a setup for the cryptocurrency space in particular. So I'm gonna share my thoughts and whatnot and uh, try to lay out a little bit of a framework as to why I believe that is, as well as the executive orders on stuff and all that other stuff that plays into the cyber attack, the possible cyber attack, the real one that might be coming down the line perhaps. So anyway, we'll dive into that. So it looks like my numbers is fluctuating on the screen here. So let me know if everything is going well. I'm seeing some buffering on my end here. So let me know if you guys are able to see me and everything should be good and smooth but uh let me know in the chat if everything is operating correctly and then i'll continue forward says mikey choppy and skipping for anyone else okay so i apologize for that let me see if i can fix some things but uh let me see here so let me know it says it's buffering so looks like yeah if, if it's buffering Yeah, so I apologize for the buffering. Looks like I myself might be under a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of an issue here, but nothing on my end. I'm doing the best I can. Internet should be good. Internet computer's good. So we'll try to uh, do the best we can. If not, I will probably not be able to have a live stream. So I'm gonna keep going and hopefully we can get a live stream in and uh, make the best of this. So if there's any hangups, it's not my fault. It's technology, and I gotta deal with what comes my way. All right. So anyway, so what's what that been the case? What I want to do is dump, dump, jump right in. For those tuning in, if you're here, if you're able to hear and see me, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel, and then let me know where you're watching from in the chat, and I'll acknowledge your presence. And then number 313-462-0027. Give me a call when the phone lines are open, and we can try to make this thing work and keep it moving. And so let me uh, dive into the chat real quick, acknowledge a couple of people. Then I'll get into some articles here, open the phone lines, we'll hear from you guys. So... We have Ernesto Chapero says Colonial Pipeline have five million in Bitcoin. True, that true. Yes, or that's what we're being told. So once again, I got some stories here to to kind of conflict with one another. So that's why I'm I'm really skeptical as to the true narrative of what's being told about this pipeline. And I think it has a lot to do with the upcoming push on the decentralized space and anything that basically is not wide open in front of the government's eyes. So I'll touch on that. We got Mama Bear in the building. Solo. We got, uh, let me see here, Roger Rose. We got Dude Boy says, don't just be another brick in the wall, too. Okay, we got Frank. We got uh, L Walk, uh, JoJo in the building. Okay, fair amount of people here. Excalibur, Tony B. All right, so I appreciate everybody for tuning in. 
hopefully we're able to smooth uh, flow with no issues, but uh, we'll see what we can do. Mike Bruce, King D. All right, so I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, David Mancini, how you doing, my friend? Microphone sounds better than the one you had earlier, Mike. Yeah, so same microphone. Unfortunately, I, I assume it was my connection with Miles, but uh, due to his setup, I think, from his cell phone was probably some feedback, but uh, it's one of the things where I try to do the best I can, talk less and let him speak. So hopefully you guys had a chance to uh, catch the interview earlier. It was very, very, a lot of nuggets in there that I, uh, I believe is of value. So hopefully you guys get a chance to listen to that. I would encourage you to do so. Okay, so let me do a little house cleaning first, and then I'm going to jump into uh, some articles that I think is worth talking about. Okay, so for those that are tuning in, uh, let me make sure I get, get the maintenance done. Uh, Rethinkingadollar.com is a website. I encourage you guys to, if, you know, if we ever get connected or if there's ever issues on YouTube, Rethinkingadollar.com is the home base. You guys can go there and get the latest of everything done on this channel here. And so we have the RTD rounds, you know, a lot of reading material. We have blogs, posts, gold, silver, crypto, you name it. And then at the very bottom, we have videos that I recommend. And then for those that might be new to the fold, I want to encourage you to take advantage of the how to unplug from the monetary matrix, which I consider my five steps, just practical steps, uh, my five A's, starting with the first one, which is the quiz. Get a chance to just see where your current monetary literacy is at as far as uh, some basic stuff in regards to the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the dollar. And uh, if there's interest, you can keep moving forward and right along to step five, which is basically becoming a member of the community. So appreciate you for taking time to educate yourself on the next one here. Patreon. I want to make sure I invite everybody to come join us for the Patreon hangouts during the week. I want to try to stick to Wednesday evening. So it's it's a Zoom, it's a Zoom chat off air, unscripted. You help me host. We just hang out and talk through this current madness. So if you're interested, become a Patreon member. You can join the gang that way. And then also want to make sure you guys stay connected throughout the day. Uh, social media tab beneath this button, uh, this video here shows all the places where RTD can be found. I want to encourage you to join the email list so you get notified directly by me of the upcoming week schedule. So you can always make sure you never miss an episode. And then, of course, the Discord page is where everyone connects to share articles, stories throughout the day, videos, you name it. And uh, it's a good way to connect throughout the day if you guys are interested. So Discord, all that information is at the link beneath us. Okay, so let me dive in real quick, touch on silver, uh, and see where we're at. So I, I think I want to monitor. You know, it doesn't really matter because as long as it's under than 30, there's still a major buying opportunity. But yet at some point when it breaks 30, all hell will break loose. But right now, 2709, 2707 rather. And it looks like, once again, the same gyrations, you know, sell-offs during the day to drop the price down, but it always recovers quite well. But yet it never, it never goes past what they want it to go, which is that obviously that 27, 28 mark. So that's uh, probably there, meaning the bullion banks breaking point to where they don't want to go beyond that. So, OK, so let's jump right in. Um, I want to touch on this uh, article here. So this is uh, as of today from The New York Post. And what caught my attention is just the, the, the headline itself. It says Colonial Pipeline paid European hacker five million ransom last week. A report. And so earlier this week from the mainstream media, we were just told and let me know if I'm wrong, but we were just told that there was a pipeline attack and all the mainstream focused on was the, the gas lines and the hoarding and all that stuff like that. There was the narrative, a lot of fear. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday was a lot of fear about what was happening in the streets. And then today it looks like, you know, we knew they didn't know who it was. Now they know it's the dark side, as they say here, uh, Eastern European, whatever. And so they paid five million, according to these reports here on last Friday. But here's where things are not lining up, according to the mainstream narrative. So as I thumb through this 
and just I highlighted a few things just to touch on briefly. Yeah, so it talks about the five million dollar hack, a five million dollar ransom that was paid last week. It says Bloomberg Bloomberg News reported that the Colonial coughed up the ransom just hours after the ransomware attack took place on Friday. We heard nothing about the fact that they paid last Friday <laughs> at all. But yet here, as of looks like today, it became a mainstream story. So immediately once the ransom attack happened, the whole focus was on creating fear by shortages and all the stuff that made people rush out to get gas. And then, of course, today on Thursday, now they tell us they paid five million. What says here hours after it ha happened, it says that Alpharetta, Georgia based company, pay the ransom in untraceable cryptocurrency. So untraceable cryptocurrency bloomberg reported citing two citing two people familiar with the transaction okay so take that story two people said that it was a untraceable cryptocurrency my guess would be monero probably okay next story um here is another the, the next story i want to talk it says colonial pipeline paid 75 bitcoin or roughly 5 million to hackers so once again Different story, different type of story as far as what was paid out. And so first thing that came to my mind when I saw this article here was that no hacker, no ransomware, no malicious act actor would be wanting to receive Bitcoin, which is basically a surveillance coin itself for pulling off the, what will probably go down as a the opening, <laughs> the opening hack that led to the government deciding to do what they're about to do pretty soon. I'm going to get into that in a minute. And so the first story said untraceable cryptocurrency from Bloomberg, according to two sources. So two sources. So whoever sources are here's what I'm, what I'm getting at. You can't really trust any of this stuff. And so this article here says that 75 Bitcoin was given to the hackers. But then let's look this side says, according to five people briefed on the transaction so the question is which one is it was it an untraceable cryptocurrency where two people you know validated that was the truth or was it five people who were familiar with it and said it was 75 bitcoins take your pick either one point in case is it's a setup in my opinion and to show you more of why i think it's a setup um i want to go to some other articles here that i think is very important so here we got uh, along with this so this was, I think, on Monday. So on Monday, Biden signs executive order to improve government response to cyber attacks. OK, so just the, the highlighted executive order. So once again, we have or we had an alleged event. And so even last night in the in the in the in the Patreon hangout, you know, we just everybody was in a, in a group was questioning what's going on. And basically, we, we all came to the conclusion that based upon the lack of connectivity directly to the pipeline and, and internet service there's no way more than likely that they were able to cause the amount of damage that we were told that it did by some type of ransomware so we we don't believe that but anyway so just the fact that there's a disconnection of the sources of information untraceable cryptocurrency or bitcoin but bitcoin was mighty big and it was front cover in the headlines it, you know it, 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 it was meant to stand out intentionally and i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get to why that is and so here we have two different stories from two different sources. All everybody's supposed to be involved. Okay, sure. Okay, the highlighting cryptocurrencies was involved. And then we have the idea that Biden passed an executive order on Monday. So we had an event. And of course, this is how this works. This is how this goes. You know, the Hegelian dialect. You know, there's a 
problem, reaction, and then the solution. So the problem was that our allegedly pipeline was under attack ransomware. We don't know who it is, but according to all this information here, with why, when it happened within hours, the pipeline company paid a ransom in a cryptocurrency. So that's the kind of what we're being told. Bitcoin, Monero, whatever. They'll never say Monero like in the headlines. It'll never say. It, it'll it'll never say. Uh, it'll never say seventy five Monero or three hundred and something Monero, which is the leading privacy coin for those that may not be familiar with it. But that that would that would be more ideal if you're going to pull off a heist like this. So, but that wasn't given to us. But the problem was an alleged attack on the pipeline. Okay, cool. that's 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 the that's the problem. The response is the panic and fear. Everybody, you know, was told that, you know, there's an attack and they, every mainstream, every mainstream news talking about how bad it is showing pictures of everybody going to gas stations or whatever, everywhere it's flooded everywhere reaction. Okay. So the government steps in. So here's the government's response to this problem an executive order to improve government response to cyber attacks. Okay. Let's go a little further. As you scroll down here, a lot of things I pulled out here to just make me smell something that doesn't smell correct. Okay, so just go down a little bit. It talks about, you know, Joe Biden signed an executive order on, on Wednesday, yesterday, and it says improving detection of hacks in federal systems and creating a standardized playbook. So once again, what's 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 a standardized playbook? We don't know. We we don't know what's inside the playbook, but I'd imagine it has something to do with where we're heading with this. You know, cryptocurrency decentralized space about to be singled out and and for how the government responds to attacks. When I say attack, I'm saying that if there is any type of activity, ransomware, cyber attack, common sense would tell me that uh, whoever pulls that off, if it's legit, they're going to want some type of cryptocurrency style payment for their services. They're not going to do a bank wire check or cash. So pretty soon, because of stuff like this, I anticipate there being another event coming sooner or later. And of course, cryptocurrency will be utilized more than likely a privacy-based cryptocurrency, Monero, something like that. And so that standardized playbook and the possibility of responding to attacks will definitely include the threat against our national security. And they'll lump in the payment methods that the possible hackers would want to use in order to pull stuff off. And so their rationale will be if we attack the source of payment or the payment method that hackers could even consider trying to execute something like this, it'll lessen the idea of them trying to pull something off because they wouldn't be able to get paid in a, in a way that gives them anonymity and an opportunity to have privacy because they're not going to do cash. They're not going to do Bitcoin. They're not going to do so. Saying, so you see how this, I'm trying to lump this all together. So go down here a little bit more in, in this executive order, which we know nothing about. It said it removes barriers to private sector, sharing info with the federal government so the private sector sharing info with the federal government what is that private sector oh probably big tech probably all the co all the companies that we use for social media platforms is the private sector companies i'm assuming they're referring to to share information so that this up here earlier about standardized playbook it probably includes something around the lines of us not having the ability to communicate freely because it's in the national it's in the best interest of our country i.e a national emergency type of situation and then it says federal government would mandate private companies quote doing business with the federal government and of course every single big tech company is doing business with the federal government so uh actually so every every single big tech company is doing business with the federal government so all social media platforms everything that's free <laughs> that we use probably on our phones on a day-to-day -day basis operates with the government 
because the government has accounts on all those platforms. So that's their way of saying we do business, whatever. Anyway. And so, of course, it's disguised as a way, you know, to protect Americans more broadly. And I'll keep moving. I, I can rant for some more. And so this is just the setup for an executive order of what's inside it. We don't know. We're going to find out. And then you factor in today we have the whole attack on Binance faces pro by the U.S. money laundering and tax sleuths. So and this is labeled as the U.S. efforts to root out illicit activity, illicit activity. Of course, the three favorite ones, they always say money laundering, tax evasion and criminal activity. What's criminal activity? Oh, a possible cyber attack or something that it threatens national security for this country, which are things that happens on the Internet freely that they can't control or see. Hence the whole idea of an executive order with that standardized playbook that I was referring to earlier. So this is stuff that's being rolled out and they're using cryptocurrency. And of course, as I showed you guys from this article here, they're highlighting Bitcoin as the primary vehicle that a hacker would use. No, damn well, no hacker would use a Bitcoin. But yet Monero's probably used. So the whole category, the whole asset class will probably fall in some type of government intervention soon because it threatens national security. So I mentioned this several weeks ago. So don't be surprised if this new executive order has some 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 things in it that we may not know about now, but it's already been written into the executive order law. So it's going to be rolled out in full swing. And so the Binance situation is, is another example of them trying to pry into our lives. Why? It's simple. Biden's American family plan lets the IRS snoop on your bank account. So this goes more than just this is more than just about the cryptocurrency space. They want to make sure they know everything there and get everything. They want to get their fair share out of the people profiting, because, mind you, doing a reset, I don't think it's it's I don't think it's their intentions for the public to profit off this reset. They want to make sure that everything is removed from your possession, not you winning and benefiting. So. They're changing the rules of the game is what they're doing. And so with this here, IRS snoops on your bank account. Some very interesting stuff here. I'll highlight it. So basically, I'll, I'll run through this real quick, and then I'll stop ranting, open the phone lines, get your take on everything. But you connect all the dots together. None of this smells good. None of this smells like it's authentic. It all smells like it's a stage event. It's a problem, their reaction, and here come their solution. Giving the IRS more power to track money that moves into and out of your accounts is supposedly meant to help the tax agency go after their wealthiest taxpayers. So that's why that's how they sell these type of things. We need to make sure that the billionaires of those who make above $400,000 are not getting away without paying tax. They're paying their fair share. Okay. <laughs> but it says, I'll keep moving. However, this new authority has been described as being a key to giving federal tax quote cops even more of an excuse to claim a metaphorical probable, probable cause to financially stop and frisk someone. So basically this executive order and the American rescue plan package, everything is going to be in there. It gives the government agencies more of a right to access your information in regards to your financial matters. And with this new executive order on a cyber attack situation and your data directly, if they weren't already, which we know they were. So there's, they basically remove all types of obstacles for them to say, hey, we want to see everything you do. And then, of course, you got people out there say, oh, I'm clean. I'm good. I don't do nothing anyway. I don't hide anything. Okay, sure. It's not about hiding anything. It's about them wanting to know everything so that they can track and trace and monitor everything you do so that 
they can make sure that their measurement of how this transition takes place is according to plan. Because if people still out here prospering and able to save and earn and invest, they're not doing a good enough job. They're going to have to increase taxes that much more to make sure that you are broke and desperate and hopefully begging for some type of help, i.e. the rollout of the CBDC coin. Because they can't roll it out fully until there's more desperation in the economy. And I think these executive orders and things like that play a major role in making sure they meet their standard within a nice time frame. And so last little bit here, it says this way, the IRS could see that people have a certain degree of taxable income flowing through their financial accounts that they should be paying taxes on throughout the year. So this this plays on this is the idea that, you know, if they see that you got funds there and you're you're getting you're getting money, you're getting currency, you're, you're you know, you're profiting off of whatever's happening. They want to be able to see that, you know, hey, this guy's his account is growing too fast. We need to come in right now and get a little of this off the top type of thing. You know what I'm saying? This is the type of transparency they want to have in your life. But yet, once again, they don't want to be transparent on their side. That's not how they rule this game. And then the last paragraph here, it says. Let me get rid of this. The Biden administration, I'll make this larger. The Biden administration wants to spend $80 billion to expand the IRS compliance ability in order to generate $700 billion over the next decade to help pay for the American Families Plan. So ultimately, Biden is wanting to spend a down payment, an investment <laughs> of $80 billion in, in these executive orders and all this stuff right here, providing the IRS, Department of Justice, and all the other you know, entities, the financing to be able to create and expand their operations so they can spy on you, take away your rights, take away your freedom, your personality, everything else, see everything into your life. They're going to pay 80 billion up front in hopes of recouping $700 billion within the next 10 years, as if that's going to like really help pay off the national debt or something like that. So anyway, people, that is my little rant there on how this is all a setup, in my opinion, for those that are just coming in, let me just do a little recap. I'm open to phone lines. So we are given false information from the New York Post. They said five million in a privacy coin, according to sources. The next one here said that Colonial Pipeline paid 75 Bitcoin, according to five sources. And then, of course, we know Biden signed an executive order. And this is the reaction and the solution. This is the reaction to the whole pipeline attack, supposedly an executive order. Definitely. Is a standardized playbook that we don't know what the rules are, but it's good to say it's not a, for us personally and our freedom. And then the very last one here, Biden basically just, you know, he needs to do this because why? The IRS wants to have access to all your financial matters. So anywhere it go, whether you have cryptocurrencies, whether you have fiat currencies, if it's in the system, if it's in the digital realm, especially, they want to see it all. And so that's my rant for this evening. Thank you for tuning in. You guys have a good night. Peace. It's like just playing anyway. <laughs> so that's my little spiel. It's a false flag. It's a setup. In my opinion, I think this whole pipeline situation was intended to be able to create a problem so they can react, creating fear amongst the population, allowing them to come up with executive orders to basically say, hey, due to national security, we got to have a standardized playbook of all types of things that will come back to haunt those that are in a decentralized space because they want to make sure they can see everything. That's just how it goes. I rest my case. And if anybody think I'm, I'm lying or I'm wrong, call in. Let me know. Feel free. Prove me wrong. I'm open. I'm available. The phone number, 313-462-0027. Let me hear from you guys. W where did I miss it? What, what do I need to add in? What are your thoughts? Will it work? You tell me. I'm curious. And then also, I'm curious to hear your thoughts earlier on uh, the interview I did 
with Miles Wakeham, who's a software developer. And I like his response about the whole Bitcoin aspect and how he himself lost confidence after he's noticed some things going on. So, yeah, uh, we'll go from there. Okay, let's keep it moving. Um, so Bobcat Brand says, update, <laughs> Bitcoin going to 11K. <laughs> okay. Uh, do the math on 75 BTC. Tony B, it's hard to do the math when I'm streaming live. Feel free to do it for me and let us know. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, Zed from Columbus. How you doing, Mike? Hey, I'm doing good, my man. What are your thoughts on the, uh, this whole pipeline or whatever else is on your mind? Um, I think you're all over it, man. And uh, it's kind of uh, coincidental that uh, my boy Elon Musk, uh, you know, stopped his uh, paying for cars with Bitcoin what, just yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> clearly. I had a heads up on what was going on. Yeah, and, and so you got Elon Musk acting a fool out here. You got the pipeline and the ransom that was paid last Friday, but yet we're just hearing about it on Thursday that it happened to be with a cryptocurrency. And then you got Binance under investigation probably. And so, yeah, there's just too much crypto news within a six-day time span. It's not favorable for it, which lets me know that they're trying to attack it or they're trying to create a little noise to get people rattled up, rattled up or whatever. Who knows? But, yeah, <sighs> interesting times, man. Yeah. Just goes to show you, you know, you said they're changing the rules and fixing the game. So, you know, no matter what we come up with or, or do this, do that, you know, they can always change the rules, confiscate silver, confiscate gold, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we better get in their minds that we're going to have to be lawbreakers or they're just going to stomp us into the ground and we'll be slaves, and which, is, which is part of their game plan. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have to break the law at some point if we aren't already. Yeah. But, um, I really like the the show the other night when the, when you prayed at the end man and just talking about balance you know that's a place we all need to get to and you did an excellent job at that thank man. You. i really enjoyed it thank you sir and i think that uh yeah i think you know we we all need to, to find that center mm -hmm. faith and the, and the trust on the lord and the main thing you said was build his kingdom that's what we're here for and yeah we'll survive as long as we can and and do what we can but man you're all over the news you know i when I want to go to the news when I see something. Yeah, you hear this, you hear that. Yeah. I just go to Mike, the man in knowledge. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the insights. <laughs> Be good. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, man. I appreciate the call. And so let me, I want to respond to that real quick. I'm going to do a little rant. So last night in the Patreon, we were talking about how things appear to be speeding up you know they're you know trying to close out as many avenues as possible many exits to where you can't really opt out the way that prior to all this health situation it looked like you were able to isolate yourself from the collapse but yet they're trying to cut off exits so uh in regards to Ed saying that uh you know being you know probably getting to a point where we had to break the law i disagree with that and let me explain why because i mentioned this last night in the patreon hangout is that right now and especially okay let me pull something up let me pull something up Reason I mention that is because right now, this is just the financial stuff I'm talking about. On the other side of that, I have some information if I can find it, but it'd probably be hard to find. But ultimately, what they're what they're meaning the government is looking to do is they're looking to they're gonna start singling out individuals that talk anti-government type stuff. And so let me ah uh, this article. Let me see. Shoot. I'm gonna try to find this article real quick. But you know, basically here in Detroit last yes yesterday. Uh, they did an article that was quite detailed as to how pretty soon what's going to happen is as a result of all this stuff going on, they're going to start labeling individuals and it's, it's labeled as domestic extremism. 
And so what that will look like is simply if you have an opposing viewpoint of government authorities, you will be labeled as an extremist and a radicalist and a domestic terrorist. So I would not say disobeying or breaking the law or anything like that. I'll never use words like that. I'm going to make sure I don't because those things will get picked up easier on this channel. And, and anybody that's trying to voice their opinions while we still have free speech, that's going to be very dangerous. But what I did mention is that I think it's a way that us as believers in Christ can go about using our words and our actions in a way that doesn't outright pose a threat to the establishment, but it more so positions us. And this goes back to the spiritual element of things where, you know, we're in the world, but not of it. And so as you know, citizens here on earth in these bodies, we're also spiritually citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And so we operate under dual citizenship, if you know, depending on how deep you're willing to go in the spirituality of things. But there's a way, there's a when when there's a way, there's another there's a, when there's a will, there's a way. I believe operating under biblical principles still gives us an opportunity to be able to express ourselves without having to look like we're in, in opposition to the establishment. Because God says, honor those that are in position of authority, even whether you agree or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta remember that. You know, just because the government, we know they're doing us wrong, like we still have to honor the positions of authority, even though even though if even if we disagree, because we're not serving them, we're serving the Lord. And so as a response to how we carry ourselves, we have to carry ourselves with pride and dignity because our faith is in the Lord, not in what man can do to us in the natural realm. So that's something to consider as well. So um, if there's a there's a way there's a there's a kingdom way of handling matters like this and that's what we're going to try to get to i'm going to try to get into that i'm going to tap in with the lord and let you guys know what i hear with you whatever whatever okay so i can go down the whole little spirit with that so forgive me but that's that's that, that i want to make sure that was clear because i am not a rebel i am not a you know i'm not one of them guys is about to go out and all that stuff like that no because i operate under a different government my heavenly government first and i you know i'll ride i'll ride with that or or the opposite of that anyway okay hello carl which name we call it from How's it going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Who is LBP? I like, I'm liking the spiritual stuff, Mike. Hey, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure I stay charged up in my spirit. But what's going on with you, man? Hey, look, uh, you know, we were talking about last night about, you know, evacuation and those kinds of things, jumping borders and all that. Yeah. Like uh, the two guys I really watch on, on YouTube, you know, and mm -hmm. there's a guy called uh, Nomad Capitalist, you yeah. know? Yeah. And the other gentleman, you know, Mr. George Gammon, right? Yeah. yeah. See, the thing is with them, like, I'm, I'm going to make some assumptions, okay, because mm -hmm. I don't know because I can't talk to them and ask them. Mm -hmm. But but uh, from the, what they talk, it seems like they were business owners mm -hmm. and they sold their businesses and then that's when they jumped ship, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm guessing anywhere from 500K to a million, you know? And when you jump a border with that kind of money, you have, like, a nice cushion, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, more than four or five years of the average salary, you know? So, yeah. You could do it easily, you know, but for the average Joe that's just, you know, paycheck to paycheck or maybe two paychecks away from, you know, broke. Yeah. It's not too practical, Mike. I don't, I don't, that's why I don't see myself doing that, right. you know? Right. You can't, you can't jump a border and expect to make the same amount of money you make here, you mm -hmm. know, unless you got, you know, like a digital kind of job. But, yeah. but you know, it's, it's almost impossible. That's why I, I shy away from those ideas. Yeah, and it only good. yeah. So that and also that's very that's very true. So the nomad capitalist guy, you know, he he talk about you know he focus on seven figure seven seven figure individuals because they're business owners 
And usually those people have businesses that are not relying upon them being in the, you know, the, they, them having to be relying upon one location. So that's the digital nomad space where, you know, you work online or whatever. Sure. But then also you got the real estate people who just home who have real estate property everywhere to where they don't manage it directly. So they're able to be able to be uh, moved such as Georgia or whatnot. So, um, but yet that's th those guys operate from, you know, you got the, the, the cash flow quadrant, rich, you know, rich, rich, yeah, Kawasaki, yeah, the ESBI. So those guys are on the right hand side, the business investors. So they're able to have those opportunities where the left side, you know, is not so much the case. So that's just how that plays out. But once again, as we mentioned last night, like, you know, regardless of where you go, you're going to have to end up having some paperwork or a QR code. So ultimately, you're still going to be participating in the system, which means you're not really doing anything different other than just abiding by and complying with this whole reset ultimately. So yeah, that's just my little two cents on it. <laughs> but yeah. but good good guys, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just tough, you know. It's just tough to do. You can't, you know, you can't you can't up and move and say, oh, well, let's see if I'm going to make it over there. You know, what if you don't? You know. Yeah, yeah. and then even even earlier with uh, Miles Wakeman, uh, who's down in uh, Mexico, whatever. You know, that was a pretty interesting conversation. And so I, I know he he's you know he's not necessarily as far left field as probably we are as far as our viewpoints on this current environment. So uh, he operates at a, at a different level as well, because, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's overly confident that he's going to, you know, profit as a result of all this, not really thinking about the health side of things and all of the other stuff. So, but yeah, everybody's at a different point, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy, you know, you, I don't know if he has family or what, you know, but if you're a single guy, you know, you can live in a, in a tent, you know, but if yeah. you got family, kids, and and they're hungry, you know, it's, it's just I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I hear I you. Always... Man. <laughs> all right, Mike. all right, man. all right, preach out, Mike. All appreciate, right, appreciate you. Be good. All right, bye -bye. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. I appreciate the call. And yeah, that's uh, yeah, like you know, different strokes for different folks, man. Everybody have different methods to their madness and how they do what they do. More power to them, man. But you know, here's the biggest thing: no matter what you do in the natural and the practical realm you're still gonna have to eventually uh, handle things in the spiritual realm because you're not leaving earth <laughs> hello carlos where are you calling from what's going on mike wayne from the midwest what's going on wayne how you doing man what's going on with you not much uh i think it's gonna boil down to how much do you love the lord yeah it's gonna boil down to how much do you really love god yeah that's gonna be in there that's definitely a part of the equation <laughs> I mean, I mean, he says these. I mean, people who jump and ship and getting frightened. Mm -hmm. You got to just get in your mind frame that if you love God, you're gonna go all out. And there's a scripture that says, um, "No man put his hand to the plow mm -hmm. and looking back is fit for the kingdom." Yeah. Mm. So, um, so you know, we've never, at least in my generation, we've never had any type of persecution. Yeah, and we've had it good. To be honest with you, you know, yeah, yeah. even if our forefathers, I mean, we had it good. So them closing down and yeah. them doing things and everyone, and then even with the churches, I see a lot of capitul um, capitulating. Yeah, you know, with the, you know, no one's saying anything, but <laughs> that's because it hasn't got tight. But it's going to come down to. I just want to say it's going to come down to it. We're going to see that. Um, how well do we? How well do we love? Um, love God. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then from there, we'll see the wheat and better. Yeah. Hey, that's true, man. Very true, man. I appreciate you for calling in, boss, man.
Don't stay faithful, brother. Oh, will do. I'll try. i try my best, man. Pray for me. <laughs> yeah, my up, bro. All right, be good. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Keep the calls in. Let so get, share your two cents. You know, on the crypto space. You know, for those that are coming in, I kind of laid out my case as to why all this is a setup to further uh, remove our financial liberty from us. For sure, they want to see everything, no matter what. Uh, let me see here. This uh, Mac, uh, I'm not going to pronounce that. It says, hey, Mike, here's some anti-gov talk. God's law is the only law. Man's law has no bearing or rule. God says, sell your garment and buy a sword. It's the only way to stay free. Um, okay. So that's, you know, that's definitely an interpretation of scripture. You know, so once again, like, you know, so in regards to first thing coming to mind, I read that is the response that Jesus had when uh, Peter drew his sword. From his from his hip and the Lord and he sliced his ear off and then the Lord gave him that, you know, a little spill of, you know, if you live by the sword, you'll die by the sword. Uh, paraphrasing, of course, I don't remember the scripture exactly, but it's one of those things where, you know, there's there's a there's a there's a right way. And then there's also a wrong way. And one thing I keep in mind is the Lord said the battle is mine. He like the Lord says, you know, he, he'll handle that. So that's another thing that I think that separates the different religions on this planet, because to me and you know i'm you know just because in response to that you know there's different types of pathways supposed to in the same direction but the method in which they operate are all different and of course i think to my knowledge i'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that alone <laughs> but i get your point hello carl what's name where you calling from hey how you doing mike and lennox calling from uh, north uh, north, north, new jersey. north new jersey how you doing jersey. man i heard you what's going on with you i'm there my brother man um, I know it's been a minute since I called in and, you know, had a good chat with you. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, listen, um, I was, uh, I, I uh, listened to the uh, lecture you had today with the uh, other gentleman. Yeah. And, and basically how you were stating, you know, is more profitable mm -hmm. where he is now with all the industries moving over. Yeah. And him basically, basically being able to, like, fit in with whatever service that they may be able to, that they may need for him to provide. Mm -hmm. And I was, and, and just like how, um, 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 what's his name? I, I forget. I, uh, Miles. I forget, I forget Miles. Say it again. My, Miles. No, not Miles. The, uh, the, um, the other brother that always be calling in, um, with you. Um, oh, low LBP, low blood pressure. Yeah. Low blood pressure. Yeah. I was saying, you know, it's kind of difficult. Like, what you were saying with no man and, and them, how they saying they could just up and move and yeah. go to different countries and survive mm -hmm. due to the fact of, you know, the, the, the situation. But, you know, I, I, I was listening to what he was saying and I think that is a very good idea if you had a little bit of money or mm -hmm. even if you were to say certain ways how like, you know, people like us, we could just like invest over you know, invest into the uh, into the company and somehow, some way, mm -hmm. make some type of a profit back from it. I mean, that would yeah. be, you know, I think interesting to um, to guess what, like, like uh, uh, um, catch for us. Yeah. Now the next thing, um, I know we were talking. I know you were talking about the uh, Bitcoin and what's going on with them mm -hmm. and the different uh, uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, um, no, uh, um, um, things going on with that. Yeah, there's a company. There's a company called um, um, it's called Peace Coin. I'm not sure if you ever heard of them before. Uh, Peace Coin. I don't think so. All right. Well, long story short, Peace Coin is 
is a company that um I don't have all the information in front of me, mm -hmm. but it's a it's a company that I've been looking into. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple a couple of my uh, brothers from the uh, nation, Nation yeah. Islam, yeah, um, put down onto it, and I'm you know trying to get my uh you know little knowledge on it. But long story short, mm. they're claiming once you invest into the company, you're also able to receive two silver, um, I think three silver coins plus mm -hmm. um three hundred uh cryptocurrency uh, uh coins yeah. or I forget the value. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just something else there I was just, you know, yeah. wanted to bring to attention that no one don't know about these coins. Now, I saw, so, so I was watching some brothers on, uh, I forgot, it, it's a, you know, I forgot what channel it is, but it's the Nation of Islam, you know, group of individuals. And I saw one of them talking about, you know, establishing a crypto style project. Is that referring to that? Is that a part of that peace coin? Is that what they're, that's what you're referring to? Yes. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. Because, so, yeah. Um, no, no. So I, I saw them mention it because I think it was a video when they introduced it. So I caught a little bit of it, but I didn't get the details of it. But it's it's their attempt to create their own payment system amongst, you know, uh, the, the group or whatnot. So, yeah, I didn't get a chance to dive into it. I'm not sure if it was even really fully out yet. But, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a payment method amongst a community of individuals, which is great, because I think eventually as things really get chaotic, it'll, it's going to be worthwhile to have community style methods of, to, of payment for each other. So that they can have well, some type of trust amongst themselves. So, I see that being something people would look to use. Well, true. And outside of that, it's not only in the community of people within the nation. It's yeah. basically within uh, anybody that's that 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 that's interested and wants to uh, um, help build something outside of what we have right now that's yeah. on the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So watch this. So. Um, do me a favor, check into it more, and then give us a call back and just, you know, give, give us some insight on it, because I'm always curious to learn about new opportunities. So definitely keep us up to date, man. All right, cool. No problem. All right. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah. 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 Good stuff, man. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. All right, people, give me give me some more calls, man. What's going on? Let me check in the chat. Highlight at Rethinking a Dollar, and we can make something work. So David says, PeaceCoin is an abandoned, abandoned proof-of-work cryptocurrency launched in January 2014. So I wonder if that's the same PeaceCoin he's referring to or, or not. Uh, let me see here. Did every religion kill Jesus? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Lately, is it? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Says, what do you, what do you fellow believers read things of Melchizedek? What do you fellow Bible readers think of Melchizedek? Um, that's a great question. Melchizedek, uh, he was, according to the book of Genesis, if I'm not mistaken, he was a rich ruler of the land with the similarities and characteristics of a divine source in the form of Christ. Um, at that time frame, I'm not sure the details offhand, but... Uh, he was, you know, he blessed was, if I'm not mistaken, blessed was Abraham for the, that was the whole idea of a given a 10th of the spoil to Melchizedek. And from that, he received the blessing. So I know that part right there, but what do you think? Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Mike, what's going on, man? Chicago. I'm doing good, man. How you doing? What's going on with you? I ain't not much, Mike. All right, so Mike, man, you know, you know, I'm always down a rabbit hole, man. I'm going to keep saying rabbit hole because, again, that's, that's a prominent statement yeah. and all this, man. Yeah. But I want to say this, man. Mike, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. yeah, you might not even want to answer. I don't know. But do you have a 
100% or close to 100% lesser than 0% of your holdings in, in precious metals? 100%? No. Okay. So the reason why I ask that is because I don't know no anybody. You mm-hmm. know, during my whole time of researching, you know, uh, or or being in the, the precious metal community where anybody ever went 100%, they always say it was a hedge. Yeah. You know, just, just in case things went wrong. You know, right. You always hold some of that. You know? But let me tell you what. So, look, you know, you know I'm going with this mic. Yeah. I'm going to the other mic. Right? <laughs> the, the great height mic. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like a sailor. You know, he was going with, uh, with Frank Gutra. He was talking to him, man. Yeah. I've replayed that interview at least two, three times. Mm-hmm. I want to let it sit in. Yeah. The first time for entertainment, the other couple times more for, for a scholarship. You yeah. Know, I mean, scholarly. But, you know, he said that to him and he stumped him with that. Like, you know, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Most, it was always a hedge. It was a hedge. Mm-hmm. It was a hedge. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the crypto, man, people are 100% all in. I mean, they're using it basically as a, as a, as a digital savings account. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That goes up forever. Lord, you know what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> so that, like, now, now going, out, going, out, going in that heavy, you know, to me, sound, you know, you're extremely confident. But then again, on the flip side, that's very dangerous because you're putting your faith. You know, when you go 100% in, you're putting your faith, you're putting your trust, faith, everything into that. And you're willing to ride something out that's only 10 years old or 11 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me, you know, I, you know, more power to you. If you, if you've done that much homework and research where you were willing to go a hundred percent in, you're a bad boy, but you know, Hey, uh, yeah. Keep doing what you do, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I, I mean, I'm not going to debut it yet, Uh you know, because it's not big enough the platform at all, but you know, I blog and I YouTube myself and one Mm -hmm. of these days when I get big enough, I'm I'm, going to display that. But Mm -hmm. I did, but, but, you know, recently beer mayor, Mm-hmm. You know, the comedian, the religious, religi- uh-huh. you know, and that was blasphemy, whatever, well, you know, but the religious mm-hmm. uh, uh, documentary maker, you know, he said something disparaging about Bitcoin and the energy it takes and everything. Mm-hmm. And Michael Saylor again tuned in. He be, he's on point so much, man. Mm-hmm. And he said this, think about this from a logical standpoint. He didn't get mad or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I respect that. It tells people don't get mad. They they calculate things and come to a conclusion. Yeah. And he said, you know what? In the, the day, Bill Merrick gets paid to be a comic, mm-hmm. you know, a comic, a comedian, which is in modern and, and, and historic days, a gesture. Yeah. It's a joke. <laughs> you get paid a joke. Yeah. So if, if you get paid, if you, if you take your financial advice, I don't care what the influencer is from a comedian, from a gesture, from somebody who gets paid to make jokes, what does that make you? From a fool. <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes you a damn fool too. You know what I'm saying? And so I said to say this too though, some of the most brilliant minds in the world. That's why I say, if people haven't gone down that rabbit hole enough, uh-huh. and maybe they don't recognize it, they don't recognize it. Uh-huh. I recognize it. You know what I mean? Because I, I listen enough. Uh-huh. Some of the most brilliant minds in the world have gone all in on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I take my chances. Yeah. <laughs> and again, because Bill Mayer, I looked at it, I went through, you know, Wikipedia. I mean, Wikipedia is not always 100% accurate, but Bill Mayer, Cornell University, Ivy League graduate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, a, a major in English and mm-hmm. history. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a, a political slapstick. All that. Mm-hmm. Michael Saylor, MIT. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, he majored in finance. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And, so he's not and, dumb. Uh, he's not. He's not dumb. So two smart individuals. Yeah, exactly. One is exactly. probably more well versed in this particular space than the other one. So I get your point, man. But you know, so my my personal opinion is. 
like you know, when it comes to Frank Gustra and his probably what he probably holds, he's probably 10, 15, 20%. I don't, I don't, I didn't hear his calculation, but fit, he's probably 15, 20% actual physical metals, gold in particular, and maybe 45% in mining space, in the mining space, which means he owns the first claims out of the ground for that same sector. And then he probably got real estate at 10%. Then he got some businesses that he started another 10%. So that's a diversification that in his estimation will not lose because he's already done pretty well with it. Whereas in your average Joe that has no financial literacy, you know, most people unfortunately look at cryptocurrency as literally it's like a lottery ticket. Like you can't go wrong. You play any numbers, it's going to stick and you're going to hit it big. And I think that's dangerous. So that's why like, you know, I play with it. I'm not dependent upon it. But if it do wells, I'll be happy with that. You know what I'm saying? So my, my personal opinion would be I, I divide things up into three categories for the most part. And it's just very vague, but it's you got to spend, you got to speculate, you got to save category. So your save category is whatever you decide is a hedge against a dying currency. That's gold, silver, Bitcoin, whatever. Speculate where you're willing to put stuff out there. It might work, might not work. And then you got your spend, stuff you take care of your bills with on a daily basis and a little mercy, mercy fund on the side. So those three categories there can divide, divide up however you want, but to go hundred percent in one thing to me, you better, you better, better pray that boy hits big. If not, you're going to lose it all. So, but Hey man, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This is my simple equation. Yeah. Right. A guy, Bitcoin is a technology. Yeah. Perfect. I'm just talking about, just talking about sailor. I'm single him out right now, just in general. Cause yeah. I mean, it's Preston Pice, it's a bunch of different guys. You know what I mean? I think we talked about Jeff Booth the other day. But again, Bitcoin's technology, boom. We got a technology guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude, his, he said he saw, he lived to see his stock go to like a dollar mm-hmm. <laughs> and then shoot back up. Yeah. And then we got finance, we got, which is Bitcoin again. It's a financial, digital financial instrument. Yeah. This dude, manages people's money mm-hmm. so we got a dude who is a rocket scientist who mm-hmm. manages money mm-hmm. and is in devil computers i'll take my bets yeah you know what i mean that's just one that's yeah. just one down the rabbit hole because again that's just again it's a simple person you don't take it he ain't god at all yeah but again when you got people like that going 100 percent, yeah risking it all risking other people's money risking their reputation yeah he's already seen and they kept him in charge when his stock went down to a dollar they kept him in charge they mm-hmm. didn't say okay you know what you kind of did it wrong i mean it is his company yeah. he does have a second founder so people don't know that he does have a second founder so they could have said you know what we don't like their ideas and just kind of like uh you know booted him out of the company but they didn't yeah and they let him ride it and now we here at this point in day and age you know yeah. hey. so like i said i might be wrong i might be right Hey, uh, I know, appreciate I, you, man. I just find that very, very interesting, Mike. You know, man. Hey, well, I appreciate the thoughts and always, you know, shining some light on the crypto space, man. I appreciate you, though. <laughs> All right. Mike, I appreciate it, man. Yep. Thank you. Be time. good. Hello, Carl. Where are you calling from? Hey. Hey there. Hey, this, is, uh, this is Rob from Chicago. Rob from Chicago. How you doing, Rob? What's going on with you, my friend? Hey. Good, man. First time caller. Appreciate How you. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? What's happening in Chicago? Hey, uh, I just want to know, um, did you, you heard about event 201, right? Yes, sir. You heard of the John Hopkins and all that. Yeah. We talked well, they, about that. They did another, they had another drill, you know, after that. Yeah. Uh, or, or, that, uh, on the health side or, or the cyber, the cyber, the cyber one is coming up or. You, yeah. You, cyber polygon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, um, we, we touched on that. Point, I think on Monday, but go ahead. That pipeline, uh, Colonial, mm-hmm. it was uh, the biggest gas leak in uh, U.S. history last August. Mm-hmm. Same pipeline. 
Mm. And then they had this uh, this this tabletop drill mm-hmm. on um, on cyber attacks, and voila, just like two hundred one. Yeah, we got it again. Yeah, know? yeah, and I and think can, I think that this current one was like a, a, a like a a warm up. You know what I'm saying? Because a part of this executive order stuff that I was talking about earlier, I think they're trying to so-called prepare for whatever's coming. Because Claude Swab, you know, we talked about it earlier. Claude Swab mentioned that the the the, the possibility of this next event that's coming, the opening act, right? It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna make the pandemic look like yeah. a like a like a like a warm up in comparison to what's coming. So I'm thinking like, well. If according to Claude Schwab, you know, they probably have something planned for the Internet itself coming. And that's probably coming when they probably lose control or ready for this next version of the scare attacks. Then, of course, that next you know event will probably occur. So it's unfortunate that we are, you know, kind of walking through a narrating a script that we are a part of. But we really can't do much about it in the natural, you know. <laughs> so but what's crazy, what's crazy is they're, they're rehearsing this stuff before they do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're kind of like giving us a heads up. Yeah, and they and got it's like the Davos crew, and uh, you know, John Hopkins, all of them. You know, the the so-called elite globalists. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. We're getting we're getting like a heads up of what what is coming if you you know if if you know how to deep dive it. Yeah. Well, hey, we will keep talking our way through it, man. And, and of course, this is where we have to do. We have to focus on what we can control, which is our response. And of course, our prayer game, stepping our prayer game up. So um, we're going to become some prayer warriors as well as, you know, wait for the leading of the spirit to follow beyond that. But hey, man, I appreciate you calling in, my friend. Yeah. All right. Good deal. man. Yep. Good talking. Appreciate you calling. Okay. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Appreciate the call. All right. Let's get a couple more. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Ehab from New Jersey. What's going on, brother? I'm doing good, my friend. How you doing? I'm good. I'm. Do- I don't know if you got the picture last week. I gotta send it a long way about all the silver I'm holding. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I saw that, man. You're sitting pretty heavy over there. <laughs> hey, look, look, listen. I'm uh-huh. calling some of my coworkers today, right? Uh-huh. If I don't have four heads now. I, I have four heads there. Let me tell you. Yeah. Got them with going up and event two one and everything. Talking about them. It looked to me like I was on freaking drugs, Mike. <laughs> like, I told you the first time I ever called this show. Yeah. It's a lost cause, brother. It's a lost cause. Listen, <laughs> ain't it funny? They threw, look, when Trump was in office, right? Uh-huh. He gave them the little bum ass check, $300 a week, whatever it was. The yeah. Biden came in, what is it, 400 now? Whatever it is, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. They keeping people home. They dumbing us down, right? Mm-hmm. Look, I've been working since 16. I mean, I know, you know, look, I, I have my first share of fun or whatever, right? But yeah. Look, I got three buildings, all right? Three mm-hmm. real estate buildings. Look, 12 apartments, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a locomotive engineer over here from New Jersey Trans over here in New Jersey. Okay. All right? So I'm doing well. I've been staffing whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not stupid. So, yeah. Look, all the people, you talk to them about this. They, they like, what the hell is going on? They, they still think, say, say, work, and, you know, you, you get by or whatever. It's a lost cause, man. Look, <laughs> most of us get to be deaf plays, and you can, look, they started it with, Stay at home. Yeah. That would give you some unemployment. So you get the job. <laughs> Slowly but surely, look, they turning us they turning us into a freaking death slave. Stay at home. What's gonna happen next, Mike? Yeah. You know, when, when the internet goes down. Uh, you know? I mean, look, yeah. What, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, at that point, at that point, who knows? But yet, you know, if the internet goes down, 
it's going it, it, it would definitely mess up their plans and their ability to oh. operate as well so they got to have an option for that so they the internet might go down for the average joe but they got like satellite service and stuff like that to where they're going to be in point i think so yeah but right, we'll right. see man but hey right, man right, but i appreciate you man for calling in dog boss man yeah. yes sir take care brother be good yeah yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, so let me uh, get ready to wind things down a little bit. I appreciate everybody for taking time to join in the Discord, not Discord, but in the chat as well as the call-ins and whatnot, and uh, appreciate the hot thumbs up. So if you're still on, don't be afraid to hit that thumbs up button real quick and uh, show your support for the channel, and then get ready to dial back. And so uh, in the future, you know, I'm going to try to rant less so you guys can have a chance to call in and talk more. But yet, as thought, if you guys talk, thoughts come, and I got to let it out while it's fresh, fresh thoughts. But anyway, for those that are still tuned in, I'm about to end on a good note with the good news, as I always do, or I'm trying to do, just because that is the best version of good news that we can talk about amongst the action steps that follow as a result of acting in faith. So with that being the case, everybody, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And uh, just want to continue to try to encourage everybody from a spiritual standpoint to you know, put your trust in the Lord, you know, despite everything that's, that's happening around us at times, given the fact if you're tuned in, you are awake and aware. And when you're watching as this script is playing out and your family, friends may not necessarily be in tune with it. Nothing you can do but pray for them and hopefully do some little small things to help them uh, prepare as best you can. But more importantly, I want to make sure you guys are still encouraged in your spirits and able to do what you do to the best of your ability not only for this life, but also for the next. I think it's, it's possible to get caught up in too much of the hustle and bustle of this day in life with the idea of just simply working, like, you know, working, trying to earn, provide for yourself and your kids and all stuff like that. It can be a, it can be much at times. Even today, I was talking to you know, a fellow brother of mine and we were talking about how given this all stuff, we're, we do so much for our, our kids to make sure they have a little bit of sanity and, and normalcy in their lives. And we might neglect ourselves a little bit. So, I want to encourage you guys to continue to fight the good fight of faith, man. Like, you know, put your faith in the Lord and you will be able to stand a lot stronger and a lot longer than if you try to do it by yourself, because there's no way that we can do it on our own. We're not strong enough. We don't know enough. We're not wise enough. And so that's why I think it's good to really dial in and and and, and get your spirit game up, you know, really that like get your prayer game up as best you can. So that being the case, for those that are tuned in, I'm going to bow my head and offer an opportunity for you guys to pray with me as well as for each other. So as a community, for those that are believers in Christ, we can stay charged up because the Lord makes it clear whenever two or more are gathered in his name, he's in the midst of us. And that's where the power happens. That's when you tap into the power source, which is the king himself, the king of glory. So bow your head real quick, people, before I can close this out. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening on a Thursday night to link up with other like-minded individuals. Father, those that love you, those that want to serve you, those that want to obey your word. Lord, we ask you to give them wisdom and insight in this day and age so that we can see clearly and allow our light to shine before men so they can see you and honor and glorify you, Father. We thank you for a revelation through your word and through your spirit that you gave us promises, Father, that we're able to participate in now as covenant believers in the work that was done on the cross for our sins. Father, we thank you in advance for blessing us, keeping us, protecting us, Father. We claim power over all the enemy's footholds that he's put in front of us, Lord, and allow us to walk over it with, in, in the complete blessing and opportunities you provided for us, Lord. Help us all to bear fruit for your kingdom and your glory today in the name of Jesus. Amen. How about that? So anyway, appreciate you guys for hanging in. For those that did, it, it, it really builds me up to end on a, on a prayer note because ultimately, regardless of what you're doing in your life, you know, when you lead this earth, you know, you're going to have to give account for everything you've done in this life. And hopefully we are bearing fruit that will last for eternity. So 
That being the case, people, that's all she wrote. Be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys tomorrow at noon. Mario and Echo, Manico64 is joining me for the Mike and Mario show. So do me a favor. If you click on the Rethinking Dollar button beneath this video here, you'll see the video listing already ready to go. Share that video for Mike and Mario show, and then call in, ask Mario, ask myself questions, or share your thoughts. I want to try to make sure we, you know, can try to grow the Mike and Mario show a little bit. So give a chance to connect with, you know, other individuals is very smart. You know, Mario does a good job. He's a former banker. So he has that inside connection type of approach to things. So click the link, show the thumbs up in this video here. Share this video if you like. That'll help reach more people. You want to reach more people, you got to share these videos or share whatever subject matters you want to share with them as well. But anyway, see you guys tomorrow at noon. Be blessed, be safe. Peace.